Let me introduce you to my friends. Mike. I'm a geek. Josh. Yeah, he's yeah. a thousand-year-old sorcerer, and his most commonly used spell is to make his snake rigid. Pat. <laughs> and me, Joel. A joker, a smoker, a midnight toker, and uh, I play my music in the sun. Did someone feed Joel after midnight? <laughs> We're old friends, geeks, and now we have a podcast. Yes. And I've always said that Pat's got a face for radio, so... <laughs> most people have agreed. 40 going on 14. The show with controversial topics. Now, is, is, that the, is that the karate game where you would punch the bull in the head? In-depth discussions. Patrick, what have you got going? Uh, really nothing. And a whole lot of nerdiness. We're going to ask for yeah. a game about a Yeti. I was like, yes. Are, are you asking for a game by Yeti Incorporated, or are you asking for a game featuring a Yeti? Because I have one of each over here. Join us every week as we discuss video games, movies, toys, cartoons, and anything else that kept us from getting laid in our youth. Well, this is good radio, then. 40 going on 14. <laughs> oh, Bumblebee. Yeah. He's in another wacky situation again. Find us on iTunes, 40go14.com, and many other fine podcasting directories. I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast. And you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course that was stopped. I don't like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be a show prep? This could be a while. Cut face smash. Bad Bernie Podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk with cheese. We had gum with cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Ah, uh, yes, welcome to episode 61 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And we're back. We weren't gone. We were gone for a week, as far as the listeners are concerned. We were not in their ear holes with fresh new content on a daily basis. We weren't? No. We had a new episode, but not like a daily daily basis. Anyway. Oh, okay. Jump on overhead. Sorry. I'm tired. Apparently. Eggs really take it out of me. <laughs> and I chugged one of these already. Oh, you chugged the straparita. I did. That usually means things are going to get all sideways here pretty no, quick. No, it's one of the tiny ones. I should be fine, but... I didn't have dinner, said. so empty stomach. That's what she said? Somebody didn't make me dinner when he made everybody else dinner. Actually, there was plenty there for you to have. There were three. I made it for the kids, and you, we agreed last night that we were going to do the leftovers, so I figured oh. you'd keep what you wanted. Well, you made them stuff and things. Yes, we did. But there were only three left. Weiner. Whiny McWinerton. I was, I was mad. Because my egg thing didn't work out so great. <laughs> 
I got sidetracked there for a second. <laughs> you did. <laughs> like, you this went away. Where, this is where I have to close down Facebook on my computer now because it's like people are posting and doing things and it's getting me all... Bidding. 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 Yeah, it's bidding me and I don't like it when it biddings me like that. <laughs> You're bidding kidding. It's bidding kidding. <laughs> my honky tonk badonka donk. <laughs> my honky tonk badinka dink. <laughs> oh, that, that went a totally different direction than it needed to. <laughs> okay. Woosah. All right, and I'm back. All right, so how was your week? Great. Just wonderful, great. Yeah. Fantabulous and shit. Mm-hmm. Yay. I didn't sell a house. I really wanted to sell a house. Yeah. You're closer, though. Yeah. You got somebody pre-approved for a loan, so that's like a step in the right direction, right? It is. Yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. Now we just get them to finalize on said Yeah, well, property. they just have to find the right one. Yeah. The one they wanted is not. Yeah, that's why That's why it's always, you know, a little pro tip here real quick. And I, this is get pre-approved before you look for houses. Because all that's going to happen is heartbreak. Yes. You're going to find something you're like, you're like yes, I, gotta get, I'm a, I'm a, I want this house. And then you're like, okay, I got the loan pre-approved. That could take 24 to 72 hours. If not longer. Yeah, depending yeah. on what's going on. And in that time, oh, shit, the house went from available to pending. Yeah. Pretty, pretty damn quick. You can hope that the pending sale falls through, but, yeah, but you can't rely upon it. Yeah. So. So. Jody's pro tip of the Pro week. tip of the day. Get pre-approved. <laughs> talk, I mean, and if you want to talk to the realtor first, they usually have the best lenders available mm-hmm. that are going to help you the fastest and, and be the best. Mm-hmm. So say, hey, I want to look at houses. And when they say, let's get you pre-approved, don't be like, but I don't want to get pre-approved till I find a house. Don't do that. Just do the thing because it's better. Do what they say. Pretty much. We yeah. know what we're doing. Exactly. Kind of kind of your job. Kind of. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm in new digs this week as far as the office yeah, goes. Got moved. My cube got moved. Well, I, I wouldn't say my cube got moved, but I moved a portion of it myself. I'm one of those few lucky employees that rather than all my shit gets moved for me, unless they do it while I'm on vacation, um, I get to help out because I'm still IT when they want me to be. Fun. So, yep. That was fun. But otherwise. Ooh, I drink that so fast. My nose itches. You just like, chugged the second one? Maybe. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna... One more left. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I thought you... I, I just asked if you chugged the second one. No. You, you just finished the first one. No, no, no. No, no, no. I chugged the first one, and then I had that one. Yeah, where'd the third one come from? The inside fridge. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I gotta catch up. <laughs> one of those nights mm-hmm. i have to be the easter bunny today yeah <laughs> the easter well, yeah. bunny needs strawberry yeah we just we got done um packing s- the eggs packing the eggs and getting everything all set up that sounds dirty <laughs> we stuffed those eggs full <laughs> stuffed yeah. it on in there take that candy take it now it sounds dirty <laughs> now it sounds really dirty <laughs> now it sounds pornographic bum ba dum bum bum so that's it. Nothing else adventurous for the week. I yeah. I mean, good golly, Miss Molly, trying to work here at the house with the kids. Mm-hmm. That's not fun. I mean, I won't lie. That sucks ass. <laughs> A routine will become will become. It takes time. Right now, it's just battling the fact that Trent is very needy. Yeah, he is a clingy little shit sometimes. And it's like every five seconds he wants something. Like, mm-hmm. I have to make the house more Trent friendly. Like, he can get his own water. Uh, with so the knowledge that the mess, like more messes will come. Are strapped to a hand truck with a mask on himself, like a oh, silence of the lamb, awesome. so you can't get into shit? Or? That would be cool, but no. I was thinking more like, 
making things more Trent self-sufficient to like putting the water cups down lower where he can get them. Granted, I know that's going to be more spilled water. Putting some snacks where he can get them. Granted, I know there's going to be more crumbs and messes. Putting more, um, you know, toys that are easy to find and, and I'm to sorry, play with. the toys part I don't buy. He's got an entire fucking. But he will room not go for... upstairs without me. That's he needs to get past that point. I agree. It's yeah. Trust me, I thought about putting a freaking lock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> a little feed slide, a little yeah, hole yes. to slide food in. <laughs> Here's your hourly allotment of cheese. <laughs> He's got what he needs up there. He's got access to water and toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not abuse, right? No, I'm kidding. Just so everybody knows, I'm fucking kidding. <clears throat> I'm so kidding. Save us. <laughs> She's crazy. Help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, but yeah, yeah trying, trying to do that is interesting. And then, um, yeah, I mean. We've been trying to do some crafting type stuff. Well, me and Tempe have been trying to do some craft. We made we made chocolates on, I think that was Wednesday. And then I got the stuff to make these eggs. Mm-hmm. So you take a water balloon, you put wrapped chocolate candy inside, you blow it up, tie it. And then you take fabric stiffener, whatever you use. I was it's using, called Stiffy. It's called sti- Mod Podge Stiffy <laughs> is what I was using. And the, I'm sorry, but the 14-year-old boy watching Beavis and Butthead came out and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> So, and then you take embroidery string and you soak it in that and then you twirl it around the balloon. And then once it's hardened, you pop the water balloon and then you have candies kind of floating inside the, trapped inside the string is a thought. Mm-hmm. I have no idea if it actually worked because we only didn't just, we didn't get it done until tonight. And I ended up doing ninety percent of it, and it's a big sloppy fucking mess. Yeah, but it's washable stuff. It's not like it's. I tell you that all the time about certain things, and you're still like, ah, it burns. No, (laughs) I'm getting the stink. Oh, that's Nikki from New Zealand. You should answer it then. I'm trying. (laughs) He can't reach. I think we got it all. Nikki, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, hey, she can hear us. Hey. Woo-hoo. And it's being recorded. Awesome. I win. Can I got you all turn it up in my headphones, though? Cause she's, she's, you you want me to turn it. on her beat up in your phones? Yeah. Yeah? Okay, hold on. I don't know. <laughs> so many knobbies and buttons. Say something, push Nikki. A, push all of them. Push all of them. <laughs> I, I, you know, normally she push yells at me for doing that. Push all the buttons. <laughs> I do. I do yeah. yell at him for I doing that. I try that. She's like, that's not foreplay. I'm like, what? I'm, just, I'm doing it all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm twisting that one, pushing this one, looking that one. What's going on? It's, something's got to work. <laughs> that was a very detailed look into our personal life. Awesome. <laughs> so how are you doing, Nikki? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. How about you guys? Not too shabby. Prepping for that whole uh, Easter zombie Jesus holiday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that yeah. Thing. That thing, yeah. When you have kids, you know, they want the treats and the Easter egg hunt and all that jazz, so. Yeah, good luck with it. Uh, yeah, trust, <laughs> yeah, trust me. She Not only that, but Jody volunteered our house this year to be the, the centralized location for all family members to con- congregate at and bring people to us. 
Well, it saves you going anywhere else. I agree. I'm actually, not, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that like it's, I'm, like I'm pissed about it, but I'm really not because the one thing I hate doing is having to hop around to like 14 different locations on a holiday. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, totally. So, I'm just happy because we don't get we don't host very many functions at our place, so I like to do it. That's oh, cool. Yep. So I, I, I have to reiterate the posts you had on Buffy and all the arguments about it the other day. I spent like yeah. an hour reading through it, not just reading through it, but like analyzing each point. <laughs> it broke my day <laughs> and I'm sitting there. I'm laughing. I'm giggling. Um, yeah. So that was good. Awesome. Good to know I wasn't the only one. <laughs> well, there. I don't know if you know, but there is a, a episode by episode podcast called Dusted. Yeah, who'd you mention that last week? Yeah, so it's pretty. It's not. It's not perfect, but it's actually pretty good. So I've been re-listening to that as we go along because I forget. I didn't when I watched Buffy originally. It was like when it was brand new. So as it was as it was happening. So and I didn't have like TiVo or you know, and I didn't buy it on DVD later. So yep. there's a lot of episodes that I've only seen once or twice in the early years. So. Um, Okay. It's a good refresher. <laughs> it is a good refresher. And I guess there goes any idea for a Buffy podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and see, I I love Buffy. And I've watched the later seasons many times, but the early ones just not nearly as much. So, yeah. So not to totally try to bring us back onto. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> but whatever. No, you derailed. Um, I, I have to tell you, Nikki, Temperance is still on almost a daily basis asking us when our listener to our podcast is going to come. She, she's she got it in her head that you're spending the night. We're going to have this big sleepover party. And I'm trying to I'm trying to break it down like, no, they've got their own hotel. They like their space. I'm sure they want to snow at night and not involve us in that. So, you know, <laughs> but she's she's sitting there. She's like, yeah, we're gonna, we can have a party. We can eat dinner. And she's got like, its whole day plan. I'm like, honey, you don't know how many people are vying for this lady's time. We'll get in there. We'll, we'll meet her. But, I mean, it's not going to be like this dedicated <laughs> soiree that you're looking forward to. <laughs> No, you can you can have one evening, but that's it. I'm afraid. Yeah, exactly. But she's she's so stoked. <laughs> well, also since we she was on last week, she has asked if it's podcasting night at least once every day since then. Like, is it podcasting night tonight? Can I be on again? So that was so cute last week. It was a bit of a train wreck, but I enjoyed it. It, it. it was a fun train wreck. Yeah, we um we're gonna do it again sometime when she's a little less tired because it was. It was the funniest thing. We we rolled for about twenty minutes before we actually um, got things moving, and she was just jabbering away. And if you listen to the very end of the episode, I talked tossed on some of the uh, just random shit she was saying. Um, but as soon as I hit the button, and she noticed that we were actually like you know quote unquote podcasting, it was like it, for, it took us forever to get her warm back up and mm-hmm. like to start talking again. And then it was just just random weirdness, and she was just exhausted, so she kept doing funky stuff and. But it was fun. It was a good time, and I've actually got a, we, we've got a lot of positive feedback on that episode. So mm-hmm. she, she's a hit. <laughs> Everybody loves her sassiness. <laughs> yep. <laughs> See? And the random name calling. Oh yeah. Well, that's I that's a. I can't remember what it was, but you were. Uh, I think you were talking to um, your brother Jody, and and then she just randomly inserts with my mummy and daddy are a duty head or whatever. A butt, butt head or butt, butt face. Yeah, butt it? head. And I was sitting on the train and I was not expecting that and I burst out loud laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> yeah, we um, it's something my dad and I used to do when I was younger. We used to name call and, and do all this stuff and see who, who can make up the, the worst, the grossest thing. Like you know, you're an underwear sniffer or you're a you know butt biter or whatever. And we would just yeah. randomly do it, and it, I'm sure it annoyed my mom kind of like it does annoy Jody from time to time. But I loved it. It was one of the great memories I have of that. So I'm doing that with my kids, and they think it's the best thing ever. It doesn't annoy me. It just every now and then, like it feels like it got took taken just a tiny bit too far into the realm of of like pervy like gross <laughs> and that's all your three-year-old son that did that i know when he looked at me he goes you're a nipple licker daddy <laughs> <laughs> I, I broke his little brain though when i pointed out i'm like yes sir i am and he's like oh wait what <laughs> <laughs> so wait those are my nipples you're talking about <laughs> Yeah, so it's 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 a, it's a fun little game we play, and and you know, and Temperance, she's she's pretty damn good at it. I she's mean, she's pretty creative. Yeah, she's she's good to you know. She's got like especially that what was the the armpit liquor of somebody who hasn't showered in two hundred years or something, or armpit sniffer. I mean, yeah. it was it was very detailed into the amount of like, yuck <laughs> she had going for it. No, very very creative. Yeah. Oh, excuse me, sorry, this beer's talking back. I had to pull away for a second there. <laughs> I didn't want to belch in the uh, guest's ears. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good not yeah. to do. Yeah, don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> so what have you been up to, Nikki? Uh, not much. Um, <laughs> well, today's <laughs> Easter uh. Sunday here, so pretty much all playing video games and watching TV, so right very on. late today. Yes, I am looking forward to doing some of that tomorrow. I mean, for us tomorrow, for you today. We're time traveling yeah. here, let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. That whole future thing is, is rough to do. <laughs> like, we have to jump in our TARDIS to figure it out. And, <laughs> but at least you don't, at least you're, you're not Joel, because he can't math for shit. <laughs> he always forgets about the, the the difference between us, and so he's he'll be bugging me at, you know, 9 o'clock his time. Where the hell are you at? Why aren't you on yet? I'm like, uh, dude, it's only like 7 here. He's like, oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> Oh dear. So, what have you guys got on the agenda for today? Actually, I was just th- thank you for being. She's an, you want to be a co-host? Shit, <laughs> Segway queen. Yeah, we, I was just getting ready to pull that out myself. Um, we are going to talk about potty training today. Oh, lovely! And it, and Hi. it's actually inspired by a um a uh, show that we all listen to and enjoy, the mediocre show. The last couple episodes, they had some um commentary going on about how. Um, they're going through potty training and potty training is happening and it's, it's, it's like, you know, almost like war where parents seem to like never talk about potty training. They'll, they'll tell you all about the breast and breast milk and breastfeeding and this and that. And <laughs> they'll talk about all this other stuff, puking and shit and all this stuff. But when it comes to potty training, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah we did that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret. Yeah. It's a secret. Shh. So we decided we were probably going to expand on it a little bit here and, uh, and just talk about it a little bit more, especially since we're actually actively, you know, going through the final stages of it with Trent. We've got him actually potty trained to the extent he knows where to put it. Now it's all about accuracy and aim. So, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, so how 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 do you uh, get the accuracy and the aim? Well, I've heard a lot of theories. We're not. I'll tell you what the Cheerio trick doesn't work. Yeah. So. There's this thing where people tell you to put Cheerios in the toilet because if you pee on them, they'll sink. So the boys will pee on the Cheerios to make them sink. That does not work. It, well, <laughs> and I've actually, I've heard it more described that it's used for not so much 
the accuracy, but it's more for to get them to do it in the potty in the first place. Right. To give them a reason to go to the toilet, go through all the effort. I could stand here and do this in my shorts, or I could go in there, walk in there, pull my pants. Jesus, yeah. it's a lot of work, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which, giving them something to shoot at does... You know, that it, perfect example is the camping trip. When we told Ezra he could freely pee on whatever tree he wanted to. He was finding any liquid source he could get a hold of to pound it down <laughs> there so he could take a piss. on Because we had a forest full of trees for him to pee on. And he, there was not enough water to supply him with all the pee he needed. Um, so if you give him a goal, you know, at least for boys, it works out quite well. But, yeah, with him right now... Especially if he starts, if he, for whatever reason, he decides to start talking to you, then yeah. the, the dick starts to follow wherever his face is going when he's talking. <laughs> the other day, she heard me, free, I'm sure you heard it. I did. I freaked out because he pissed all over the, uh, the cabinet next to the um, to the to the toilet, the back wall, the tank of the toilet, <laughs> onto the shower curtain, and it towards was the like last a bomb went yeah, off. The last couple drips went into the toilet, and I'm in there like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was not fun, but it's all because he wanted to talk and tell me about his day, and so he's like swinging his dick around while he's doing that. Like just put it to well, it's down. better than what Ezra did when Ezra was potty trained. Well, shortly after, because I came into the picture after he was already toilet trained, essentially. But um, for the most part, yeah. But he would do this thing where he would refuse to hold his penis while he peed. He would just <laughs> manipulate his hips in such a way as to aim the stream. Mm-hmm. Only that doesn't work in most scenarios because the pressure will change, and so he would end up peeing all over everything. And just getting him to hold himself while he peed was a challenge. Yeah, he had like an aversion to holding on to his penis. And I'm like, buddy, you don't even know. When you're about 14, <laughs> that's all going to change. All you're going to want to do is have your... Either you'll be wanting to hold on to it or you'll be wanting somebody to hold on to it for you. But no matter what, you're going to want it to be touched. So <laughs> you're going to have to get over this now. Have you guys seen Daddy Daycare? That movie? Oh, it's Not been a, it has been... It's, I watched that movie when it was new. So I haven't seen it since then. I haven't seen it at all. There's a scene in there where one of the kids says he went potty by himself and then the father goes into the bathroom and it's just like horror movie, you know, that <laughs> ring, ring, ring. <laughs> and he's like looking around at the wall and, oh my God, what have you done in here? And on the roof and yeah, it's, it's just, I'm having flashbacks to that scene right now. Yeah, it <laughs> that, that, that's, that's flashbacks to, I think, Thursday for me. Because so. <laughs> only the other thing is too, is that um, Trent is extremely adamant about the fact that he has to to do it like the big boys do it. Yeah. So for a while there, up until about the last two months or so, he wasn't tall enough to do that without a step stool because his dick would, was under the rim, so he couldn't actually get it into the toilet in the first place. So um, we we had to either force him to sit down, which he hated, and then if we did that and he was pissed off about it, instead of pushing his penis down to make sure it went to the toilet, he'd let it stick straight out and then he'd hit the wall across <laughs> from the toilet. Yeah. And piss all over his pants, just to be like, you know, fuck you guys. He still occasionally it's like, does that. It's like having a goddamn puppy there. I'm not doing that out there. <clears throat> there, I just did it right there. How do you like that, motherfucker? You know? Pretty <laughs> but, much. But now that he's tall enough, he, he he got to the point at one point where he could, it was so gross. He'd sit there and you'd walk in, he'd be resting his penis on the rim of the toilet. <laughs> oh, it's so gross. It was so gross. And so then you're like. And, and I'm like, don't do that. He's like. The lady at Dare Crew said I could do that. It's fine. I'm like, no, no. it is so not fine. Toss it the tub and we're scrubbing <laughs> you down. But now he's tall enough where he's actually got a little hyped over that, so he has to hold on to it. Um, and, yeah, he's, he's he's getting to it now, but he's he's always had to do it standing up. There's none of that yeah. sitting down bullshit when it comes to the pee And I will tell you, the experts all say that when you toilet train boys to toilet train them sitting down because... 
the the mechanisms for peeing and pooping work together so nine times out of ten if you train them to pee standing up you'll end up with shit on the floor because they'll, <laughs> they'll That's a saturday at some people's houses <laughs> uh, so we tried to train him to sit down but whatever nope. he has do it like the boys yeah and he has a chair that he can use to sit down but if he's just peeing he'll just go in there and stand up to pee which i don't care as long as he you know aims i'm i'm good i and i honestly i want to take a moment to say we lucked into an early potty training with trent most boys are harder to train and generally don't aren't fully potty trained completely out of diapers Mm -hmm. by the time they're three that's in in u.s that's pretty rare um so and and we didn't really push it. So it's not like we have some, you know, miracle drug or anything. It's just we lucked into it a little bit with a kid that really well, was Well, yes and no. Motivated. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a little uh, preachy here on that for just a second. I think something that we've done that has actually helped all of our children, um, and this is actually kind of getting into the nitty-gritty of it as far as how it goes, is a lot of parents are really squeamish about their kids seeing them naked. Like, it's going to do some sort of, like, permanent psychological damage. Granted, if your kid's 24, probably going to do something, right? That, that's a different story. But when we're talking, like, you know, infants to, you know, at Trent's age, even a, a smidge older, um, there's nothing... First off, you shouldn't be ashamed of the body. They shouldn't be ashamed of the body, so there's no point in putting that body shame into them that soon, that early on in life. But secondly... Be, there's no real way to keep them away from you unless you're just like, you know, locking the door and, and, and having them screaming at you while you're trying to get dressed or whatnot. So we've never been afraid of, well, with the exception, like I said, of you and, and Ezra, because mm-hmm. it's not your biological child. It's a whole other set of worms there, but right. that's something different about them seeing us and he, naked. So if I'm in there, t- if I'm standing in the bathroom taking a piss and Trent busts the door open, I'm not like, no, don't look at me and grab a towel and wrap myself up. I'm like, oh my God. I'm just like, yeah. He's like, you'll come in. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm going pee. Why are you going pee in there? I'm like, that's where big boys go pee. We're supposed to go pee in the potty. We don't do it in our pants. That's yucky. You know, we've, when we've been like that with all the kids, it's like, this is where it goes. We know that you're currently doing this, but really you should be doing this. And so we've always been very upfront and honest about, hey, look, man, this is how it works. And the, the biggest problem I ever had with that was making sure they didn't stick their head into the stream because they're trying, they're just really inquisitive. <laughs> and they're trying to figure out where it exactly is coming was from. famous for that. He almost got peed in the face. <laughs> So many times. <laughs> I actually have a, um, a friend of mine at work. His his uh, coworker of mine, his his daughter, their son, <laughs> actually snuck in and got in there before his dad could stop and got his head pissed on. <laughs> and so he's like, my my coworker's cracking up. He's like, I get this call from, you know, or no, she was she was at his house. His daughter was at his house, and she gets a call from her husband. I peed on his head. I peed on his head. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? He's like, he's tripping up. Wash him like, and move on. That's what she said. She's like, uh, try a bath. You know, <laughs> that might work. <laughs> Wash him and pretend this never happened. <laughs> exactly. But so, I mean, that's, that's, We've always been, and so whenever they've had you know been inquisitive about like why are you pissing, you know going pee in the toilet or why are you sitting on the toilet, we've always explained to them, hey look, you know when you got to do this, you got to do that, you know it's it's what it's what we all have to do, um, and then they so they'd have the questions about that and they'd naturally watch it and then Trent was always fascinated, especially both sides of it, mm-hmm. he was fascinated about like well how does the you know. 
you're peeing out of your penis. That's what the penis is for. And he's, you know, he's always curious about mm-hmm. that. But then he's always, always curious about you. Like when you're sitting down the toilet, like, what were you doing there? And he'd want to, like, I want to see him. Like, you're not going to be able to see me taking this shit, dude. There's no way, there's no, there's no possible angles here where you're going to get a visual. Number one, number two, you really don't want that fucking visual. I can guarantee you that much. <laughs> that, that's a side of me. You just oh don't want to know. Uh, <laughs> and then, but then also, you know, then he'd be like, Oh, it's so stinky. Why is it so stinky? So he's always had this curiosity of the entire process. Um, but we never like shunned away from that. We're not like, you know, Oh, get out. This is my private time. You can't be here. You damn kid. And, all that. Well, actually, um, sometimes I do do that, but it's not because I care that they see me pooping. It's because I really want to poop alone. <laughs> but that's that was later on. That yeah. was later on when they're, when they're like, like when Tempe is now. Like, yeah. She does not need to be hanging out. You're you're fully potty trained. Yeah. You're almost six years old. You have no business being in the bathroom now. It's time everybody has private time now where yeah. they just, you just leave them alone. Um, but it, we're talking like toddler stage and yeah. all that. Um, and so with all of the kids, we were always very much just very open about that which but I also think, in tune to what they were saying like, I was, well I was going to get to that yeah go ahead um, so Tempe was almost potty trained we had we had moved um, when she was really young and she, it kind of set her back but she had almost been fully potty trained um, when she was like two a little under two um, because we had just been really in tune to what she wanted and she ha- she had realized what her body was doing and w- was trying to, you know, she would tell me when she needed to go and we'd go to the toilet and she'd go. There was still accidents and whatnot, but she was, she was not even two yet and almost fully potty trained. We moved and then, you know, that kind of set her back a pace, but, um, and then I had a, another baby and blah, 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 blah. So it took her till she was about three, same as Trent. <clears throat> But, um, I don't, I think that a lot of the time parents aren't, parents aren't willing to go the extra mile because it is really, really difficult to stay that in tune with somebody all the time. And I don't think you, I, I don't want to sound like I'm bragging. It just happened to work for us that we were able to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's really hard to stay that in tune to somebody's wants and needs um, that con- that consistently for that long yeah. to get them to where they understand it every time. So. Yeah, and I think also with like with Trent, we got really super lucky because of the fact that he had two older siblings already. Mm-hmm. So he had a house full of people that were doing it correctly that he knew right. how, how it was supposed he to He was the baby, and he knew he was being treated like a baby because yeah. he was ha- having diapers. And he didn't want to be treated like a baby anymore, so he went the extra mile to make sure he wasn't anymore. And I put it to him that way when he was three-ish. Yeah, no, not even that. I mean, he's he's been fully fully yeah. it even before Since he before turned his birthday. Yeah. So I mean, um, I put it to him. I'm like, you can be a baby and wear diapers, and that's fine, and I'll wipe your butt, and who cares? Or you can be a big boy, and I don't have to wipe your butt. You get to wear this cool underwear, and nobody will change your diaper anymore. And he's like, oh, okay, we're cool. Yeah, and see the the funny thing about that was with the incentive for him was the was the underwear being yeah. able to wear a big boy underwear that was incentive enough for him. Whereas with Temperance, she's like, you know what? She didn't care. I, I really don't care about this. It's, it, I'd rather just keep on playing and do what I'm mm-hmm. doing. And but but you know, well, I, yeah, whatever. So then we're like, you know, but hey, if you do this, I've got candy. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, wait, wait, I can get some candy for this. And then that that's when it clicked because we tried everything else with her. We were we incentivized going, her with candy a lot. And it mm-hmm. worked. And Trent, we barely ever had to incentivize him with candy. Mm-hmm. And 
but Tempe would she'd be like, Trent pooped. Can I have a candy? <laughs> yeah. So someone's gonna score. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And she, to her, going going to the bathroom in the toilet successfully was cause for celebration. So she wanted to celebrate with candy. And Trent was like, No, I just I just did what big people do. I'm good. <laughs> and she's like, No, 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 no. You you gotta milk this for the candy, dude. <laughs> she's like, no, you don't understand. You can get candy out of this if you just say so. So I think for the magic of the internet, if that worked, we should have another guest with us. Um, Killer, are you there? G'day. G'day. Uh-oh. Yeah, no. Yeah, we, they we can't have... mix. They can't mix. <laughs> it's it's going to be trouble. <laughs> Just realized there's a person from across the Dutch. <laughs> oh, no. So in case, you can, yeah, in case you didn't pick up on it, Killer, the uh, topic of the evening is potty training. I'm, I'm well and... Well, potty trained. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't say you needed to be potty trained, but so so Donna's Donna's done a good job and got you trained up well. Then, huh? Always did it. It was mentioned on one of the coffin J cars. So I always put the seat down, but I put the whole seat down, the top as well. Yep, exactly. Seat down. Put it all down. Mm-hmm. If, we, if women want to complain about putting the seat down, well, I put it completely down. But, I lived in a house with three women when I was sharing a house. I had three women I shared a house with, so I was well trained. And I made sure I put the whole seat down. So if they're going to complain having to put the seat down, well, they have to pick the seat up or the top up. So I prefer the whole top down as much as possible because, especially with kids, there's Mm -hmm. oftentimes when you walk into the bathroom not to use the toilet, but to sit on it while you give them a bath or sit on it while you help them brush their teeth or et cetera. So I would prefer the whole thing be closed as much as possible. Yeah. Well, but, uh, go ahead. Sorry. I'm, I need poo particles flowing through my bathroom. That yeah, too. That too. More of that or temperate. <laughs> flush. Yep. And, and temp- we'll see, that's the problem is temperance is famous for letting that sit in all of its glory. Yeah. Like it's almost, you know, you, you, <laughs> You ever have one of those dogs? That, like he's like, I'm gonna present this to you right at the front doorstep here. Like, look what I just did. That's some. Look at that son of a bitch. It's, it's, it's like ten pounds. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And so she, it's like she just. I don't know. She has this aversion to flushing. She also is so tiny that when she sits at the front of the toilet, her poop sits above the water line. Oh god, that's so wrong. <laughs> so it doesn't even like go in. So it's just sit there like just permeate. It's like. So, and so there's times that you'll walk into the bathroom. It's like walking into one of those portal bodies. Like, what the fuck like is this? It's like walking into a freaking wall yeah. of smell. <laughs> and you're like, Tempe, did you poop? No. Well, I'm look. It, it's winking at me. You can't tell me you didn't do that. <laughs> it's right there. So we've made her come back in and have to flush it. And it's the, it's the craziest thing. But um, I can't wait till she's listening to this when she's 18. <laughs> and I'm like going to be like, yep, that was you. That was you. <laughs> or see, her potential boyfriends will listen to it first. That's, that's the Hopefully. key there. <laughs> but um yeah so i mean like and like we were going back to we were saying it a second ago the uh being in tune to what the kid's doing i i don't know it seems to be almost a fairly common thing i know i did it when i was that age trent did it i think tempe did it um i heard eric and hope on mediocre show mention it as well too um like when you're getting when they're getting ready to drop a deuce in their pants, nine times out of ten, the kid wants to be left the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden they were right there at your feet bucking the shit at you. Now it's quiet. Yeah. And they're gone. And when it's, they're quiet and it's they're gone, there's only a few possible scenarios that, that can be. <laughs> they're doing something they're not supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. which is, usually ends badly. Yeah. They're doing something in their tr- pants. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
or you know they've passed out and they're dead. <laughs> None of those scenarios are fun. They all nope. end badly for a different reason. Yes. So a lot of times it was just a matter of um, paying you know, attention. Paying attention. Yeah. Like, wait, wait, I don't hear Trent. Trent, where'd you? No, 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 no. You don't. No, no. Bad, bad. <laughs> in the bathroom. In the bathroom. It's <laughs> a lot like body training a dog. Yeah. I mean, can. like, I don't want to compare my kids to animals, but really, they're just hairless dogs. Yeah. And, and, and Trent, Trent did finally get the hang of it when he we started rubbing his nose in it. Like, you know, <laughs> exactly. Like, don't do that. No. Like, do you get rolled up newspaper and smack him on the nose? Spray him with a spray yeah. bottle every now and again. <laughs> So, um, but, but, and, and and I have noticed that there are those bad parents that, that are, you know, their kids are there and they, they, the way they look at it as, well, he's got a shit, you know, device on there. He's got something I wish I could do that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so he'll, he's good for about, you know, I don't know, three to four poops. We'll just leave him in that for a while. I'm going to keep playing my video games here and keep doing my thing. And, and so they don't get into it. Then they're like, well, I don't understand why he's just not getting it. It's like, well, you're not fucking showing them. You know, if you, maybe if you, you, you were an example a little bit and showed them what they're supposed to be doing, lead by example, you know, then it's going to work out okay for you. Um, but also too is the the most important thing I think is having with having three different kids. I can say this for definitely for sure. Don't expect them all to do learn it the same way in the same sequence at the same time. All of the above. I mean, there there are some kids that get the pooping thing down pat and they still piss their pants. There yeah. are the other ones where they piss in the toilet all the time. But you know what? That dropping a deuce thing while sitting down, that's just too strange. I'm going to stand over here and grab this pole and grunt it out, right? Um, and so every every child is different, so you can't expect them all to fall under the same spectrum. And that that, that actually goes across multiple forms of parenting styles, you know, or, or I should say parenting topics. But, you, you know, just because little Johnny over there was, you know, potty trained at three years old doesn't mean that little Jimmy here, who's still pissed himself at five, that there's anything wrong with him per se. It's just, you know, Tempe still has accidents at night where Trent doesn't, yeah. but it's because she sleeps. So she's like the f- fucking dead. I mean, as soon as she's asleep, you could sit there and like air horn next to her, just blowing it. And she's like, <laughs> doesn't fucking care. She's out. Well, and going back to my childhood, I, I don't think I had an accident, quote unquote, day or night from the time I was roughly five. Um, because I just didn't. Yeah. Uh, but I had friends and, and, you know, other like they wouldn't come spend the night because they were afraid that they might wet the bed. They mm-hmm. wouldn't, you know, like even up until like fourth, fifth, sixth grade. So, mm-hmm. well, there's, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've known some people who were like, you know, 12, 13 years old that were still having nighttime accidents and so they were in Depends mm-hmm. and were supremely embarrassed by it. Yeah. Um, but if you go talk to the pediatricians and whatnot, they're like, you know, it, it's, well, it's rare. It's not, not if there's not you know as long as you're you've gone to the doctor and you've ruled out any possible actual medical, medical conditions. conditions there's nothing necessarily wrong with it it can still happen i mean there's guys that get drunk enough and pass out and fucking lose control of their shit it's just it is what it is um so it's it but really when it comes to the whole potty training issue is that there's i mean it, it is one of those things that you don't I don't. I, I really had to rack my brain this week when I was like, okay, I'm, this is what I want to talk about because I forget getting inspired by the mediocre show um, about. Well, yeah, what did we do? Because you don't 
it's like it's almost like it is kind of like be at war when you're in the heat of a moment and somebody's shooting at you you're not you're not concerned about what you're doing you're just more concerned about surviving at that point so you're just kind of an autopilot like fuck firing back and it's the same thing with that when you get piss flying out of the dick and it's like hitting the wall hitting the sink it's going all over the damn bathroom and you're just trying to get the kid to point it down you're like oh god <laughs> and so you're not actively logging what you're doing so you mm-hmm. kind of have to think about it a little bit to really go oh yeah that's so that's how he did it with this one that's how we got him to do it um, and so I think that's why, you know, a lot of parents don't necessarily talk about it so much simply because it's just one of those things that you kind of do without really thinking. It's almost like second nature. You mm-hmm. just kind of, it's knee jerk reaction. You just do it. Yeah. But have you heard the story of you like put little boats in there and like little paper boats the Cheerios and, and, and yeah, sink the battleship and, and along those lines, but you're talking about wetting the bed. I've got a story. <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, uh, younger, I was uh, going up with my grandparents, with my cousin, and it was a caravan, we're sleeping in, I was sleeping next to my cousin. And then I woke up in the morning, wondering why the bed's a bit, hmm, this feels a bit weird. <laughs> oh, a bit wet. <laughs> yeah. My cousin pissed the fucking bed. <laughs> I didn't realize till my grandparents told me what had happened. Oh. I was like... And uh, I would have been eight. He would have been, well, he's the next cousin down on the line. So he would have been like six. I'm guessing those ages at the moment. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. woke up in the morning to uh, a very soaked bed. And it was my cousin that wet the bed. And he, yeah, he would have been seven at least. <laughs> so that's that a very, experience. that's a horrible feeling. Like to wake up and be wet and not know why. <laughs> yeah. I, I had that I, happen. It was actually a waterbed malfunction. But. <laughs> I've had that feeling, and you're yeah. like, I'm what? I don't know why. <laughs> I don't quite understand it, but... Uh. <laughs> yeah, I, I never wet a bed. I never wet the bed as a child. But, you know, with his cousin, you know, wake up and... Yeah, what's this What's this icky feeling? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, the grandparents, who were staying, you know, the grandparents took me and my cousin up and took me aside and just like, oh... All right, Todd, just wet the bed. It's no problem, you know. <laughs> These things happen. <laughs> You're like, what do you? What the fuck do you mean? It's no problem. His his pee is on me. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first ever experience of bedwetting. It wasn't from me. <laughs> it wasn't even my own pee. No, see, I, I wet the bed one time when I was younger, and I was probably let's see here. We moved back in '91, so I would have been ten. And what happened was that we moved from a very, very dry climate where I was, I mean, it was in the middle of summertime too. And so I had to just, I, you, it was hot and, you know, well, I'm sp- preaching to the choir as far as kill is concerned. Um, but I'm constantly taking in fluids, having to drink a shit ton of water, keep yourself hydrated so you didn't have problems. Um, so we moved back from, from that back to Oregon where it's not, you know, it's a lot more, it's a lot more just mild climate, it's milder temperatures, but I was I was still falling just under the same habits of just drinking a shitload of water every day, and my body wasn't using up as much as it normally did, so, you know, out it all came, and I same thing as Tempe, when I was younger, I was a pretty heavy sleeper, and so I woke up one morning, I'm like, what the, like he said, I'm all wet, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then I was embarrassed by it, my mom's like, no, honey, you know, and she explained the whole thing to me, and then so I just I adjusted my liquid intake and cut myself off a couple hours early, and I was good to go after that. But you know, it it does happen. It's just it is what it is. When I was I was born and raised with the bladder of a truck driver, so I can I can hold it for so long that I forget that I'm holding it, and then hold it another you know couple hours. So 
I can too. I just choose not to. It's so uncomfortable <laughs> to do that. I'm like, no, fuck that noise. I've got a toilet right there. I'm going to get up. I'm going to go. I'm going to do this. Um, but even now, like, I, you know, I, I drink a lot. I still drink a, a high volume of water anyway. So I'm up two to three times a night taking a piss in the bed just because I have, I drink so much water. And if I wake up to go pee in the middle of the night, he's like, what's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but it, it, I mean, it is, it, and it's, I don't know. I think it just. I, I think a lot of people, um, at least the, the 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 ones that are always complaining about, I just don't understand how to make this work or whatever. You just, you really have to pay attention. Can I give some actual practical tips? Yeah, do it. Okay. So first thing you do is you start setting a timer every fifteen minutes, and I know that sounds like a really short amount of time, and it is, <laughs> but you put them on the toilet every fifteen minutes, whether they need to go or not, whether they just went five minutes ago or not. Every fifteen minutes. What worked for Tempe was having a timer with um, the duck sound at mm-hmm. the end because it was like a friendly noise to remind her to go to the bathroom. So, you, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you put them on the toilet whether they have to go or not, and you make them sit for a minute or what, however long they'll sit on the toilet. And whenever you catch them in a, at a good time and they go, you give them lots of praise whenever they've gone in their underwear or whatever. And by the way, you've ditched the, the diapers already. So this is a no safety net kind of procedure. Yeah, I, I have to interject there for just a second. I found I, I come to find out that if you cut the diapers off mm-hmm. and you put them in real diapers and you give yourself, the parent, a reason to not want to have to deal with this. Yep. You are far more Successful. willing, and well, you're far more willing to be like, you know what, we're doing this, kid. We got this. You, me, right here. You know, because um, like even on road trips, like normally, if the kids got a diaper on, I gotta go potty. Okay, well, I'll get you to the bathroom as soon as I can. If they happen to go to the bathroom, diaper, eh, I'll wipe it no off, take deal. care of it, no yeah. big deal. But if that kid's sitting in the back of my truck, <laughs> and he's like, I gotta pee, I'm like, there's a McDonald's. We're fucking pulling over. Let's do this. <laughs> so you gotta give yourself incentive too. Isn't that dangerous to go to McDonald's? Then they want some food from McDonald's. You, you know, not our kids. They they know that McDonald's is more of a bathroom stop than a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, no, and and there have been times where they're like, you know, I want to, you know, I want to get a burger, or I want to get this, but I'm oh, not I'm happy. Exactly, but I'm not one of those people that that caves. Um, I <laughs> so, I am. <laughs> she she tends to cave more than I do, so it might happen more often with her. But I'm all. But I'm also very. I'm also very realistic with the kid too. I'll explain to them g- before we go into this situation. Like, hey, look, dude, here's the deal. You told me you have to pee. McDonald's has a bathroom. I understand they have Happy Meals and they got hamburgers and all this other bullshit too. But I literally just fucking fed you <laughs> like two, you know, twenty minutes ago. You ate more than I did. I know you're not hungry, so we're not gonna get food. We're going in here to pee. You got that? Just get a box of cookies, please, Daddy. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> box of cookies, yeah. They have a box of cookies at McDonald's. No, he's just saying the shit, the oh. random shit that kids will ask for. You know, okay. I mean, I, I get it. Um, I do have cookies. Oh, they in Australia, the cookie oh. book. Yeah, I told you. I knew it was an Australia thing because mm, I remember they used to have boxes of cookies at McDonald's when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and they don't anymore. Because we're some fat motherfuckers here well, in America that, that can't control ourselves, so the government has to do it for us. <laughs> but that's another show, another topic completely <laughs> that's not involved in this one at all. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I also tend to. Uh, and I think, think we've spoken about this in previous episodes. I, I, we don't talk to our kids like they're 
kids. We talk to them like they're adults. We we understand that they're not going to always process everything that way, and they're not always going to be understanding of stuff or, or fully understand it. But, hey, look, here's the expectation. We're going to walk in there. You told me you have to pee. I don't want you to pee on my truck, so I'm taking you in there. You're going to go pee. We're not in there to play. We're not in there to do this. You get in there, you go pee, you come out. And eight out of ten times works out just fine. There's those two times where you'll have a little freak out, and it's fine. You can either cave to the freak out and teach the kid that they can get what they want by freaking out, or you just walk them out of the restaurant and get back in the car and keep on going, which is what I choose to do. I should stipulate. It's not like they throw a fit and I and I cave in. No, 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 you don't. You don't. I'm very careful. If they've thrown a fit, they don't get what they want. Period. Because that just teaches them to throw a fit the next time. And they they know if they throw a fit, then the answer is an automatic no. Correct. So, so I sorry, I kind of interjected yeah. there. So back to the rescue practical trips. Oh. Set a timer. Set a timer and then so it goes from 15 minutes once they've gone like Several hours with no accidents at the 15 minutes level, you can bump it up to 30, then 45, then an hour, etc. But basically, you want to get them in the habit of knowing exactly what it feels like when they have to go and go that it, it is rewarding to go in the toilet. So, those are your two goals in the beginning. Oh, and god, yeah, we, we, we we've charged in there when when, when tr- <laughs> like one of the kids says we've we've gone potty, we're like. Doing the happy dance, high fives. Yep. You would have thought we had just won the Super Bowl. Like, fuck yeah, you did it. Woo! <laughs> I mean, short of like streamers and balloons falling from the ceiling and somebody blowing an air horn, they're getting the entire, you know, yep. commitment there. But you got to make them feel good about it because they're like, oh, okay, this is a cool thing. I'm going to do this more often. Yeah. And for Trent, it was all about being a big kid. Mm-hmm. So it was all about, oh, you're such a big boy and you're such a, you know, and. But for Tempe, it was all about, oh, here's your prize and your treat and your thing and your stuff for doing the thing. And uh, that worked for her. Yes, it did. But see, that's like you were saying there, Trent's drive to be a big boy Mm -hmm. is so strong. We have this brand of cheese here in the United States. It's called Baby Bell. It's literally B-A-B-Y dash B-E-L. It's just this little, it's like a mini cheese wheel. It's a mini mozzarella type Yeah, that you can get. And the kids fucking love this cheese. And and so we we get it at Costco in bulk. Um, You cannot tell Trent that you're giving him a Baby Bell cheese. That's not, no, 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 no. no. I don't want a Baby Bell. I want a Big Boy Bell. <laughs> so, whenever he gets one of those cheeses, <laughs> it, it's a big boy Bill cheese because he, he's not a baby. He's not a baby, and he will not take it from you if you say it's a baby Bill. <laughs> but we we found the incentive. We've worked with it. We ran with it. But yeah, yeah don't call that shit a ba- baby Bill. It's not a. Ba- I have big boy. I need big boy Bill cheese. Okay, dude. Well, I can't even call him my baby anymore. Mm. I g- give him a cuddle. I'm like, oh, you're still my baby. He goes, no, I'm a big boy now. <laughs> <laughs> when he likes to do like what The Rock does, and he speaks about himself oh, in the third yes. person, he's like, no, I shred Wayne. I a big boy. <laughs> so, he's got a promising career in the WWE <laughs> when he grows up. <laughs> well, and he just he he's kind of weird that he. When somebody asks his name, and most kids won't even respond to strangers when they ask their name, but not my son. No, 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 no. Stranger <laughs> asks his name. He goes, I'm Trentway Albrecht. I'm three years old. <laughs> he would give them his fucking address if he could remember it. <laughs> he would. 
he's a podcaster in the making <laughs> he is next up on the list is um is stranger danger for him <laughs> yeah. he treats everybody like they're his best friend it is the cutest thing i've ever seen especially if they're a girl yes who happen to be well larger en- well endowed in the chested, chest area yes Eighties man yeah, exactly <laughs> oh and especially blondes big chested blonde women he is especially fond of mm-hmm. in fact when he sees one, like if we're out and about, he will make end roads to get to her to introduce himself. Yeah. How you doing? Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much that's about the extent of it. You're just, you want to pop by my crib later in the day? Well, the funny thing is you're looking at him when he does this, and I'm like, dude, that fucker has more game <laughs> right now than I did, did that I did at any point in my life and I still don't have that much right now. <laughs> I'm still like, oh boy. So <laughs> uh, but yeah. So um, Kate Upton must be his best friend. Yeah. Oh no no so she's the one that does the game of war or whatever ads for the that video and that comes on on some of the games he plays as an ad every now and again and he is glued to the screen i want that game mom i want that game i'm like no yeah. sure that's what he wants yeah. <laughs> well, so much so he loves boobs so much so that he has he this doesn't. little well i know but he has this thing that he does now where he likes to hold your hands and he'll jump up and down and on every jump he says one of his favorite things well, he's got a f- rotation of four different things that he'll go through at any given time. Um, and it always starts off. He'll jump and go, boobies. And then what's the next one? Um, robots. Robots. Mickey Mouse. Hot dogs. <laughs> and so every time he jumps, you're like, the first jump is boobies. The second one is robots. I'm not sure what where the robots came I from. I don't but know he fucking, either. But he I fucking can't. loves robots. Third one is um is uh, Mickey Mouse. And then if he's, if he's hungry, he'll throw in the hot dogs at the end. <laughs> So, but that's, you know, that's how he's, that's always always been. And then temperance, like you said, she's very much about what's, what's, what do I get out of this? Yeah. Out of this whole situation I want. But the, the sweet thing about her is that not just what do I get out of this, but she wants to make sure that if she gets something, that her brothers get something too. Whereas they don't have that same shared communal no. spirit that she does. No, not even a little bit. <laughs> we, I took her and uh, her cousin to the one of the local Easter egg hunts this morning and she came, we came in the garage and she's like, I got to get candy for Trent and Ezra. So she's pulling out candy from her basket to give to her brothers. And I'm like, if only you knew that they would never do the same thing for you ever. <laughs> Ezra so much so in the exact opposite direction. He'll like count. Yeah. I swear to God, I had 12 pieces of candy in there. Now I've only got 11. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you probably ate it, dude. No, I, I didn't. I'm like, look at your belly, buddy. You ate it. <laughs> uh, um, if you don't mind me taking it back a little bit. So no, you know ahead. we were talking about accidents in the bed and stuff. Yes. I don't know if I talked about this last time I was on. Um, but when I was a nanny in New York, um, when I arrived, the kids were four years old. And they were toilet trained perfectly well during the day. But it was just expected that they would wear nappies to bed and would wet themselves or whatever while they were asleep. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's obviously not, I mean, I wasn't a parent, but I assumed it was a bad situation to get yourself into, just assuming that they're going to have accidents over the night, like not even train them to get up and go to the toilet or not drink before they go to bed. Well, uh, we There's two there's two sides to that coin. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think it's a bad practice. It's also a fairly common one in the US 
to really? expect them to have accidents at night and to go an extra mile to have some kind of bed protection for that event. Yeah. At, oh, sorry, go ahead, Killa. I was going to say, I guess we're different down in the southern hemisphere. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. Well, I just thought there was the weirdest thing in the world. Yeah. Well, what do you guys do so, down there? Um, teach the kids right. Like, <laughs> all right, fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> just teach them right. Do what's right. <laughs> Go a little deeper. What's right? More, more, more you know, uh, perspective to this. And like, I don't have a child. I've been around a lot of children with my, you know, my nieces and whatever. Mm. But yeah. But my point is, I guess we do it better than the Southern Hemisphere, don't we, Nikki? Yes, we do. Because <laughs> I just saw that as plain laziness. I agree yes. with you. I agree with you. Um, I think that once a kid is, is toilet trained during the day, you've got maybe a, a, a two to three week window where you can expect them to have accidents routinely at night while they train themselves to not sleep through needing to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, but... And 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 I say you can probably expect accidents all the way up until they're roughly five or six, um, but occasionally not not a lot. Well, and I'll 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 flip it a little bit on there too. There's I see it as a couple of different things. First off, yes, the American culture in general we're, we can be really fucking lazy, but at the same time, <laughs> the other problem that we have, and I think it's more it's less laziness and more this is that. There's a lot of this I can't tell my child no mentality or I have to give them what they want. Um, there are a lot of people who grew up with very little, so they want to make sure their kids get everything they want, so on and so forth. So if the kids, I'm thirsty at bedtime, rather than say, well, no, it's not a good idea, and once again, explain to the child why we shouldn't be doing this. It's like, you know what, shut the little fucker up. I'll get him a glass of water and give him some water before bed. Well, of course, then that fills up the bladder, bladder empties into the bed, so on and so forth. Um what we chose to do, and I wish we had chosen to do it sooner because it would have been a hell of a lot cheaper, is um, we understand that these accidents can still happen. Granted, we'll, we'll cut off the water at a certain time. All yeah, we cut off the water roughly an hour before bedtime. And we always make... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm we like, always, they always, 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 no matter what, will wake them up to do it if they fall asleep on the couch or in the car or whatever. Mm-hmm. They have to pee right before they get into bed. Yeah, I'm a fucking Nazi about that. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. I, I literally, they could have taken a piss in the downstairs bathroom and I watched them before we walked upstairs. I will make them go sit down one more time. I'm like, you got to give me one good squeeze before we get out of here. <laughs> and if they do it, that's fine. But it's just to get that ingrained into them that hey look no this is what you got to do you want to make sure you do this before you go to bed but like with temperance when she has her accidents it is through nothing about laziness it has not in fact she's very devastated whenever Mm -hmm. it happens and it's always i mean i will i will interject that it's always in the morning before right before she's supposed to wake up so she'll have her accidents at like seven o'clock in the morning as as gross as it sounds when we're pulling the bed sheets off it's still warm so it's it's not it's not like it's been laying there for very long yeah um but but it's just because she just is such a heavy sleeper that she just she just plows through it. So what we did is it's like fucking eight dollars at the local store. We got these vinyl mattress wraps that you you literally you just like a sleeping bag for your mattress. You just zip it up into the mattress, and that's not because I'm I'm gonna let my kid have as much fluid as they want and they can piss whenever they want. It's because. Beds are fucking expensive. <laughs> I'm not going to replace a mattress every six months because there's piss all over it. So we decided to zip it up. And once we noticed the accidents were happening a little more frequently because she was sleeping so hard, mm-hmm. we did that whole urine gone 
stuff that has the enzymes that's supposed to eat the urine and blah, blah, blah. And then we sealed the mattress up in one of those um, things. And it, it, it works on multiple levels because it keeps the mattress protected so that's not ruining the mattress. It makes cleanup a snap because you, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you roll the sheets and everything on the bed up into one big ball, take it to the wash machine, throw it in the wash, and then you get a disinfectant wipe, go up there, wipe down the, the vinyl mattress top, and boom, it's clean. It takes all of five minutes. So it's actually a time saver for us because, once again, lazy Americans. No, <laughs> um, But it helps us to make sure that, A, we can get the bread stripped pretty quickly because normally the mornings are a fucking clusterfuck around here mm-hmm. as far as trying to get the kids up the door for school and all that. Um, it allows us to save money on our investment of the of the mattresses because we don't want to have to replace one so often. And it allows us to keep it sanitary. So it, it covers all those bases for us. But yeah, I mean, I will agree with you, Nikki. There are a lot of people. Um, the U.S. is, by, by nature, there's a lot of us that are very lazy. Um, yeah, and I mean, they didn't even try. They actually sent their kids to bed with water. Mm-hmm. So they would have water right before they went to bed. They'd have a drink if they got thirsty during the night. So really, they were just asking. Mm-hmm. Well, know, and and we trouble. have we have a huge dental problem over here with what they call baby bottle syndrome, um, where a lot of parents will send their kids to bed with a bottle of juice. And yeah. it's... It screw- go ahead. Yeah. I don't believe it's water you send in your kids to bed in America. Isn't it soda? That's all you just drink. <laughs> there, there, there are those there that are do some. that, and we are staunchly against that. Our kids, like, there's a picture, I, I, I'll, I'll admit, I posted a picture a couple weeks ago of Trent drinking, as he calls it, doot beer. Um, root beer. Um, yeah. <laughs> at the local Costco. But that was the first time he'd had soda in, I don't know, two, three weeks. I mean, if they get soda pop oh, around here, more. it's a very, very rare treat. It's really rare. It's only it's only when we're eating out. Like, mm-hmm. if we go to a restaurant, he might have a little bit of root beer. But, yeah. Well, and uh, and to be... Recommendation. Try Bundaberg ginger beer. Ginger beer? Ginger beer. Ginger beer. Yeah, Bundaberg ginger beer. Bundaberg. It's like root beer. It's brewed. It's perfect. It comes from the hometown where my missus comes from. Oh, it's oh. it's brewed. It's perfect. Anyway, it's a promo <laughs> from Australia, from my missus's hometown. Bundaberg ginger beer. If you can get it, try it. We'll do. Don't worry about that Foster's <laughs> shit that people say you should drink. So, I I have to kind of put a disclaimer in there. Our our kids actually had baby bottle syndrome, but it was from breastfeeding. So it's a really horrible named thing. It is because it's not always from a bottle. It's not always from the juice, but it depends on, I mean, I I had a cousin of mine um, that at the age of three, you would have thought she was a full on fucking meth head. I mean, her teeth were just Mm -hmm. shit, but it's because they sent her to bed with a bottle of apple juice every night and she'd drink the apple juice and then the acid would just sit there on her teeth all night long and just eat the enamel away. So they had, the um, horrendous dental bill to get all her teeth capped, everything done, just to have the fucking things fall out like three years later when, mm-hmm. you know, because of course the, everybody grows up and loses their baby teeth. Um, but yeah, there are those that put soda in the bottles. I mean, we see it, I see it quite a bit. And it's. I've seen people put soda pop in bottles before. Yeah. I, I, and I drink soda pop way too much. And I still think that's just the worst thing ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I used to be a real heavy soda drinker as well, too. And I cut myself off a few years back and um i've gotten to the point now where i'll drink it very rarely um and when i do i don't even really like the taste of it anymore um so it's just one of those things that we never with the kids especially the kids we never gave them access to it so much so that ezra now 
to try to fit in, he'll be like, oh, I like soda. I'll, wanna, I'll get a bottle of this. Or he'll, so you'll, he'll talk you into getting like a can of Mountain Dew or a can of this or a can of whatever. Sprite is usually Sprite, what Sprite, whatever it is. Um, and then he'll take like three sips off of it and then set the it aside. The rest of it goes to waste. It goes flat and you pour it on the drain and it's, it's gone because he prefers water and juice. Um, so, go ahead. Yeah, that's, that's where I grew up. My parents said to me, like, if we never give you, you know, as a child, you learn to drink other things. That's why you didn't get addicted to drinking sodas. And well, we call them soft drinks here. I don't know what Nikki calls them over in New Zealand. Fizzy I think drinks. Like fizzy fizzy drinks. drinks. Yeah. Fizzy drinks or soft drinks. It's called soft drink here. But yeah. I like fizzy drinks so much better. Fizzy lifting drink. <laughs> so in we call them soft drinks, but because we're Australian, because the hard drink is the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what my parents said to me. That's why we didn't give you, you know, soft drinks. It's children you know you learn to drink cordial which is like the fruit juice mixed with water sort of thing and uh, you know it's the children that are brought up drinking that stuff they get addicted to it and they just want to live on it mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. on, on the reverse when i uh when i first started working i uh got addicted to soft drinks and sugar and all that and that's where i got the nickname willy wonka and because i was into my sugar and that's where the killer woman name comes from but yeah so I, I rebelled when I turned like 16, 17, when I started working and I had my money and I bought all this sugary stuff. I, I might be I, slightly addicted to sugar. Slightly my ass. <laughs> the thing is, now I can't, I can't drink. I hardly have a drink of Coke or anything like that. Yeah. The only cola I have is in my um, alcohol. and Yeah, I can't drink fizzy drinks or anything like that now. Yeah, I, no, I had a stage no. there for like five, ten years where it was just give no, me the sugar. Give... What was that, Nikki? I seem to be really delayed. I can hear my voice. Like, I can hear yeah, your voice too. Back to me later. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was just going to say I don't really drink uh, fizzy drinks or anything anymore over the last couple of years because for some weird, stupid reason, I've developed like a reflux again, mm. where anything. Uh, yeah, fizzy drinks, especially Sprite for some reason, or even juice um, among different foods, I can't actually have because my throat starts like burning and closing up. So I've had to give up for a completely separate reason. But What was that, juice or joss? Yeah, How they're not good. Joss or juice? <laughs> juice. Juice. Okay. <laughs> yes, I'm, ha- I'm having to go with the New Zealander. <laughs> oh, juice, I'm not saying it weird. You were. The first time you said juice, you did. And by the way, we beat you in the World Cup cricket. (laughs) The most horrifically boring sport in the world. No, it's not. It's so boring. No, I I have to say, I've seen a game of cricket the way, like what he's talking about. Our baseball is way fucking worse. (laughs) Way worse. Well, I don't like that either. So, I used to play baseball. I enjoy the baseball, but yeah. No, playing it is awesome. Watching it, yeah, not watching, so much. It's boring. I know. Uh, watching test match, test match cricket is boring. It goes over five days. Uh, the one day is, yeah, it's all right. If you want to get into cricket, watch the 2020 games. They're more interesting. But either way, the, the, the You can't day, see me, but I'm shaking my head. No, 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 no. <laughs> the world. The, the World Cup for the one-day cricket, Australia beat New Zealand, so another Nina, Nina, Nina. <laughs> that's all right. Just wait till the rugby starts. Yeah, well, you can keep rugby. Now that, sport, rugby. now that sport gets me going. <laughs> Which one? I can you watch rugby. <laughs> what, Union or League? Because Union, 
I couldn't give a shit about. League, it's my game. As long as they're muscly, sweaty men running around the field beating the fuck out of uh, each other, that's what she's into. Yep. So Exactly. So. Like my, <laughs> I won't deny it. it. <laughs> my missus loves all the New Zealand players, whether they're playing for a Sydney team or... Yeah, you know, New Zealand teams. She sees the New Zealand players with all the tats and mm-hmm. big bulky guys. And yeah. I think, I don't know where I mentioned it on my show or this show, but yeah, she goes, you, I love you and all, babe, but you're never going to look as good as them. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I already know this. Shut up. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's potty training is, is it, it's a challenge and it's a task and it's a, it's something you have to work at. I mean, and that, that literally is it. Um, but it is interesting to see that you guys um, saw the whole nighttime diapers and all that as weird because it is so the normal. But see, I think I think part of it though too is not just the um, not just the uh, uh, the laziness of it, but it's also the, the capitalist portion of it too. Because what what have they done with the whole the pull ups thing? They've taken a diaper. <laughs> and they've changed how it looks ever so slightly so it looks more like underwear and they've told you that it's extra absorbent so that it's better for overnight use and they charge you like three times as much money for half the amount of product that you use. But for it has night- glow in the dark stripes on it. Or if I have Mickey Mouse in the front or whatever. <laughs> and it's, it's and- prints on it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so and and so you you buy these things because the kids want them because they're, they're like you know or you're like I'm well they're, they're like big boy underwear they're one step below it so I'm just going to encourage the kid to do it. and so I, mean, I think part of it has to do with that whole aspect too is that these things were introduced by some ingenious bastard that's like I can make more money by taking a diaper and doing yeah. this to it and they're legitimizing the laziness mm-hmm. to an extent and even it even to the extent that it no longer seems like laziness like well the the nighttime pull-ups come in size six. Like, why wouldn't I have them in them till they're six years old? Mm-hmm. And I get that to an extent. It's like, oh, well, if I put them in this, if they have a nighttime accident, then I'm not worried about it. But what you're really doing is teaching them that it doesn't matter if they wet themselves. So, yeah. You, you got to do what we do in Australia. You tell them we'll put a spider in their bed if they don't. Hold on to it till the morning. Or a snake. Well, you know what? Unfortunately, unlike Australia, we don't have those fucking hairy ass things you guys have down there. So, <laughs> and yet Trent is still scared to death of even the tiniest spider. I mean, minuscule spiders, like literally on the head of a pin type spiders, and he freaks the fuck out like he's being murdered. Mm-hmm. Don't bring him down here. I know. <laughs> I haven't even considered it because. I, I I was going to show him that video that, I, I don't know if you've seen it, but the one that's underneath the car handle. The car handle. I'm on the one that posted that. Yeah. Yes, I've already seen it and I posted it and I said, that's a very uh, common occurrence here in Australia. Yet another reason and that's I will never trying visit. to be a smart ass or joking. Yes. Yeah. You come across that very often. Spiders hide underneath your car handles. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm having a mental breakdown. Just give me a second. We've got, we've got two in our rear vision uh, we're not rear vision, the side mirrors. We've got one spider living in each side mirror in our car at the moment. Nice. Yeah, we have that they same problem. They won't be as prob- big as Australian Burn spiders. Burn it. But- Burn the car. <laughs> no, they have their spiders over there and nothing. The most vicious animal over there is the kiwi. Oh, my God. I can't stand the thought of a spider in my car like that. <laughs> you broke, Jody. <laughs> better, okay? If there was a wet in your car, then you'd worry. A, a what? 
the fuck is that? <laughs> I know what it is. Yeah. It's um, um, a creepy looking fucking thing that hides in your gumboots and if you're unlucky, is in your house sometimes too. Hmm. Just Google it. Weta. W-E-T-A. Okay, I will. And if I can't sleep tonight, I blame it's you. Fair enough. It's, in I'll New Zealand, it's trying to be Australians again. You know? <laughs> yeah. to, well, I've got the most dangerous animal ever in New Zealand. Yeah. Oh, they're not dangerous. They're just bloody ugly things. Yeah. So a quick question that popped up for me real quick while we were talking about the laziness versus the com- capitalist aspect of it. When you... What do you... how? Baby food. Is there such a thing as baby food outside of like formula? Um, and do you guys have like an entire market around like you know transition mm-hmm. from this to this, from from formula to mush to solids and all that? I mean, do you guys see that down there? Yeah, yeah. definitely. That, that's a market. I still eat that stuff. <laughs> what you do? <laughs> certain, yeah, I know what Nikki's saying. Certain adults like certain. Oh baby God, food. Jesus! I just googled that. What? Apple. Never mind. Uh, oh my god, Apple. is it like that giant grasshopper thing? Yeah, sorry, but we just googled Weta, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> totally derailed it there, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that was my job to freak him out. Now you're freaking <laughs> out about New Zealand. Oh. <laughs> Trust me, New Zealand is a safe place to go. Just don't come to Australia. <laughs> so sorry, totally derailed it there. But yeah, so you guys do have that as well down yeah, there. We have, yeah. And as Nikki was saying, yeah, baby food. I'm a apple puree. I know plenty of adults like the um, baby food that's apple puree. Mm-hmm. They start eating and use it in cooking as well because it's well, tasty. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> I have personally, but well, yeah, they have they have the you know you know you go from breast milk to formula to the mushy like yeah you know, store bought foods you know yeah so whatever you we have these likes. um. We have these. I I don't know. I want to say that. Okay, put the phone down, babe. You're you're getting all sidetracked there. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at the pictures. <laughs> um, we have these things, and I think it was in like the last ten years or so. They're, they're called Gerber graduates here. And <laughs> they're so gross. They're, they're a step between the mushy, like jarred, like apple puree, like you're talking about, and actual solid foods. And they never used to have these things in the market. I don't remember them being around as prevalent as they are now. Um, prevalent, prevalent as they are now is what I meant to say. Um, when Ezra was younger, um, uh, they started coming out in prevalence when JD was a toddler. Okay, well, I know I just because wasn't my mom as close attention to, to them. <laughs> yeah. So, but what I, what I was looking into this, and and it was one of those things. I'm, I'm looking at this product, and I'm like, okay, wait, hold on. So we have a salt. You're selling me a little container of solid food to introduce my kids to solid food, or I'm making an entire fucking meal of solid food that I can just break them off a little something, something, and give it to them, and and introduce them that way. And then I started looking at the actual package itself and look at like the sodium content and how nutritious it is or is not for the child, and quickly opted not to do it, simply because. You know, it's, it, I mean, there, there's, enough, there's enough salt intake for one of those for like an adult's, like half of an adult's daily intake in one of those containers. So there's no way in fucking hell it's going to go into my kid's mouth. Um, plus, I'm also a kind of a, um, I'm one of those people that like, I think we've introduced a lot of food-based allergies into our kids by not introducing foods to them at an early enough age when they're still building up antibodies, when they're still getting that breast milk and all that. Um 
And so it's it, I, we 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 transitioned. We we breastfed up until the point where we would start putting all kinds of pureed mushy stuff like the applesauce or whatever. We, and we would do the kids based applesauce because it was less sugary, less acidic. Um, but we never went to that that secondary step between. For the we were like you know what I, I've made a perfectly good dinner here. I have noodles. Noodles are mushy. You yeah. can try a noodle. Yeah, <laughs> sure you've got noodles there, Jody. <laughs> and so it's one of those things that we never did that. I, so it's it's almost like the, these these markets like they invent things that you don't need, which as Jody said earlier perpetuates the laziness. You know, oh look, here's something that you can put your kid in until they're seven years old, and they'll never wet the bed. Or here's this product that does this, um, and. I, I have to think back and go, okay, we've been on this planet, you know, if you, if you actually are like, you know, scientific about it and don't, don't read the one book, um, we've been on this planet for a really fucking long time. And up until recently, we got along just fine with good old fashioned boob milk and introducing kids to the solid food as soon as they could start chewing without choking. And obviously we populated the planet just fucking fine doing that. So there's no need to do this whole, like, let's add this extra intermediary step here with all this other crap. Um, so it's, you know, in some ways we're very much more down to basics like that. We're like, okay, you know, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do this. And we carry that into the potty training. We carry that into pretty much all aspects of their life. So. Mm, I agree with you. 100% Justin. <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned that because there's some Asian culture, bringing it back to potty training, there's some Asian cultures that practice, um, I forget what, it's called EC, um, uh, uh, elimination communication. So it's all about like even from, from babyhood, like three mm-hmm. months old, like barely able to smile at you, noticing what, what means that they need to use the restroom. Like, what means I need to pee? What means I'm going to poop, right? What are the different signals, yeah. And they often will have their children toilet, completely toilet trained by the time they're eight to ten months old, before yeah. they're walking. Um, so I think that there is a lot to be said for it's all in how you do it and what you expect. And it's not like they're they're beating their children into it. They're just paying attention mm-hmm. really, really closely. So, um yeah. I find it funny. I have so many opinions about bringing up children. I don't have children, but I've I've been around enough to know. And uh, I've already told Donna my opinions of like if we, when when we have the kid, this is you know we're not babying it. It's it's going to be this way. You know, we're not going to be cruel to the child, but it's got to learn. You know, you go from this stage to this stage, and but yeah. And I don't think so. you have to be cruel to have no. no. It's not that, not that cruel to be kind thing, but that you got to. There's ground rules. It's simple. Like this child is not going to, you know, if it cries, yeah, it's going to cry anyway. Mm-hmm. So don't don't go baby it. And anyway, now it's funny. I had a conversation with Jack, uh, with Donna earlier about something, you know, because it came up about the cats, which is our children, <laughs> and it was talking about smacking them, and and she realizes that I I'll smack the cats, but. I don't smack them. I just give them a tap on the bum to mm-hmm. get them in line. It's like, yeah, yeah well, the yeah. same with the children, you know. I'm not going to beat them, but, you know, when they get to a certain age, they'll get a little tap on the bum to keep them in line. If you're doing something wrong, I'm talking like two, three, four years old, you know. I'm not talking about a <laughs> newborn baby. Yeah, don't yeah. don't smack the infants. It's just a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, but 
and it's the same you're talking about with the food and all that, you know. Well, the quicker you get them on, you know, teach them to get off mummy's boob, <laughs> you don't, you're not going to be a 40-year-old sucking a mummy's boob. Which hey I can't now, stand those. Boobs. I still enjoy her boobs. Not my mom's, but my wife's. Yeah, I will say <laughs> I enjoy Donna's boobs too. I mean, that's the other thing. I, I want the baby off the boob so I can get on the boob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust me. Trent and I have had multitudes of conversations about that. When he was still breastfeeding, I'd look at him like, I mean, especially if he'd, come, if he'd crawl into our bed and do it, I'd roll over like, hey. And he'd, he'd pop the tit out of his mouth. He's like, what? I'm like, daddy nice. wants some booby. He's like, no, it's my booby, Daddy. I'm like, no, 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 no. no. I had those yeah. before you did. <laughs> I, want, I want some booby. He's like, no, it's mine. You would be, you wouldn't be here if I didn't get this booby. <laughs> exactly. And so, as a, so he'd look at me, and um, and he's like, no, it's, it's my booby. He put back his mouth and started drinking it, you know. And finally, I got to the point where I'd walk in and I'd look at him. He'd pop it out of his mouth and he'd point towards me and goes, "Have some," <laughs> and he'd offer it up. <laughs> so he got really good about wanting to share the boob. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Well, you got to teach your children to share too. Yeah. That's the other thing. Sharing's caring. Mm-hmm. It is. So, um, babe, do you have anything else about potty training you think you want to talk about? Nope. Other than if you have any questions like, what's my next step? Or they're doing this weird thing. I'm more than happy to, yeah, send to us put an email. my two cents in. And, um, you know, before before we get to the closing portion here first, I'm going to go ahead and uh, stop here for a second. Killa, you've got a podcast you do. Would you like to promo it? Do I? I don't know. Uh, I know uh, someone um, sends us questions and uh, email uh, v- emails us. Yes, yes. I have a podcast. It's called the Coffin Joe Cast, and one of our best friends on the Coffin Joe Cast is Justin, who <laughs> sends us questions about what episode it was. And I was one off this week. Anyway, this week we had on. Uh, damn, we had um, Brian, the wine guy, and his wife on uh, earlier today. I recorded earlier today. So that's, had, uh, that's his second appearance, right? Yes, he's yeah. second. And so he's trying to catch up with you. <laughs> so, so, yes, uh, the Coffin Joe cast, you can find us on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, and TalkShare. Also, uh, our next two guests coming up. Oh, sorry. I should third co-host. Next week, our third co-host is, um, hang on, Jody from the Bad Parenting Podcast. Yep. Fanfare. <laughs> and the following week is going to be Nikki. So two people you're hearing on here uh, are joining us in the next two weeks. We're getting Wait, Nikki on for weeks, three weeks. When's the Anzac Day? Not for three weeks. Oh, God. See, well, <laughs> That's right, why you have so a draw. There we have, yeah. Joel does all the booking. So, yeah, Coffin Joe Cast, you can contact us if you want. By co- uh, uh, why do Coffinjocast at gmail.com. I don't want to put my phone numbers out, but I will. 661-434-5956. Anyway, uh, come and check us out. Justin's on there very regularly. And um, as we mentioned on today's show, it's nearly looking like we're going to have you as the co-host. You're that much on there with your questions and uh, promos. (laughs) So, yeah, as I said, we've got Jodie on next week. Uh, We have a different third co-host each week. we have a lot of fun, and we just have a random show and enjoy yourself. As I said, we had Brian, the wine guy, on, and uh, unexpectedly had his wife with us. He was sitting in his fire station recording nice. today. Nice. Yeah, so he warned us that maybe if the fire, uh, fire started, uh, he might have to leave, and uh, Teresa was going to continue on, but no fire for him. No so. fire's good. No fire's good. Fire's yeah, yeah, good. well, I was going, fire, fire. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I'm I'm glad to hear that me kind of like shoving my way into your show from time to time via voicemail and whatnot has not offended anybody because it's it's one of those things that yours is one of the few shows that lends to a format where I could be a little more interactive with you um, in that respect. So when I and I listen, I tend to listen to you when I'm driving to or from work, and I got a lot of free time on my hands during that transition. So if something pops in my head or I, or I hear something, I'll pause it real quick, kick the Bluetooth on, give you a call, and, and talk about whatever, and then yes. go back to it. So, oh. well, you got that today with your voicemail. Yeah, was that <laughs> was now, did I did, was that the ranty one? Yes, okay. it was pretty ranty. Yeah, yeah. don't worry. You'll have to listen to the show when I, Brian well, goes get to the point. <laughs> <laughs> I most definitely will. <laughs> but yeah, look, love hearing from you. I'm I, I am so surprised that people listen to me. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I know that I'm feeling. Sure. Yeah. It's weird, but yeah, I love it. We get, you know, we're getting a good, you know, feedback from people. So I do it because I love talking with Joel, and it's just my little, as I call it, my church, podcasting church on a Sunday. Every so, now and then, I'll actually tell somebody I do a podcast, and they'll look at me like you do, and I'm like, yeah, me, and they're like, really and they just give me the weirdest look like they just don't expect it and i'm like yes i actually do thank you very much <laughs> yeah well I, I do it for fun i i don't expect to have a thousand listeners i just enjoy doing it as i said to get to talk to joel each week and a uh, third different person and uh who listens listens if you don't you don't I get to put shit on a New, a New Zealander pretty often, so that's the fun part. <laughs> and speaking of that New Zealander, Nikki, uh, if you want to, you can promo your upcoming adventures. Yes, I will be visiting the States from, I forgot when I'm leaving, or the 8th of August, <laughs> which is just four, four months tomorrow, I think. So it's getting close indeed. Um, from the 8th of August to the... I can't remember, uh, 9th of September, I think we head back out again, going all the way around in a big, massive circle. I'm actually just looking at the map right now that I draw out everywhere that we're going, and it's going to be very, very crazy. But, yeah, it's um, it's interesting that people know what you talk about when you say you're on a podcast, Jody, because I try to explain to people here. There are not a lot of people. people there, there are not a lot of people like, that understand it, but I, <laughs> I let it go. Like, they just look at – they just – well, what's a podcast? I'm like, it's a thing. It's a, it's, and then I go back to the old, you know, Court and Bobby, you know, fake internet radio. It's not, it's no big thing. <laughs> I'm glad you understand what Nikki said. Cause like, so you, like, what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to meet people. That's why I'm going to so many places. But how do you know these people? Oh, from podcasts. What's a podcast? What? <laughs> so why do you know these people? It's like, I know them really well. I talk to them, you know, all the time. But they're in, living in America. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so in next color, I will come over to Sydney at some point. I promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, trust <laughs> me. I'll I'll make you welcome. I won't put the sheep jokes in or anything like that. I'm more than welcome. <laughs> That's right. I'll I bring wait. sheep with me. No, we've got plenty over here anyway. <laughs> yeah. So we yeah. was built sheep's back. We're, we we're, didn't fuck it. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we're we're very excited that you're uh, you're heading over this way, and and Tempe is elated. Oh, Tempe is elated to meet you. She's so she's so especially since she found we told her that it's like it's a completely different country. She's just like mind blown, right? 
So um, she's she's very happy about that. But also, just like I think Joel mentioned it a few episodes back on Coffin Joe, um, the road trip you guys are taking is one that I would like to fucking yeah. do. So I think it's I'm, I'm looking at that map. I'm like I'm gonna take a snapshot of that and plan this out sometime when the kids are older. Go do that ourselves because it would be it would be awesome. Um, so we're very much looking forward to having having you over here and can't wait for it to happen and. Um, yeah, it's, it should be a good time for all, and it looks like you guys are gonna, you got plenty of people in plenty of cities that are ready to show you a good time. So you're going to be exhausted by the time you get back. Absolutely, yep. <laughs> you got plenty so of sheep. For- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll find some sheep somewhere, don't worry. Yeah, of course you do. You're New Zealanders, you can sniff those things out. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> our little show here, we um we have a multitude of ways you can contact us. We have an online presence, of course. Our website is www.badparentingpodcast.com. We're on all forms of social media. Um, if you just search for us, uh, you know, Bad Parenting Podcast, you'll find us. That covers Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You know, I think we even on this that new Ello or whatever the hell that thing is. I don't even know. I have the what? To, it, it, I'm not getting into it right now. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so, yeah. Hello. Hello. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and so uh, we also have a phone number, 503-609-0375. That phone number is great to A, leave us voicemails, or B, if you want to actually join in and call the show live while we're recording, you can do that. Also, if you want to find us on Skype, we just use my account, Skype account. That's at jalbrecht2000. All this stuff, of course, is posted in the show notes, so on and so forth. So, um, yeah, if you guys want to, you know, one thing we'd like to ask is, um, much like with Coffin Joe and our show, we do like, you know, even though we don't do it to, you know, have our bat- backs padded or anything like that, we do still appreciate the feedback. It is nice to get that feedback. So when our listeners leave comments or reviews or call in and leave us voicemails, it's it's appreciated. So if you guys would like to do that, you know, like I said, feel free. Give us a rate on iTunes. Leave us a voicemail on our voicemail line. Shoot us an email to groundedatbadparentingpodcast.com. There's a multitude of ways that you can contact us, and we'd appreciate each and every one of them if you did. So otherwise, if um, nobody else has anything else to add. Nope. Yeah, I do. Okay, what's I did that? You do. Oh, yeah. Wow. always got to get a didgeridoo joking in every show that's correct all right well until next time try not to be shitty parents bye For just a little while Turns out it was only a dream It sure felt good to smile I dreamt I had a girl And I didn't feel so old My heart was warm She melted have broken hearts We can make a hole if we can find the parts
time there's no jokes it's anzac day it's gonna be all like the anzac you know now now danzig Brother, day that you guys celebrate that guy over there anzac no anzac stands for australians oh, God. listen to the show when it comes out up to the 25th 25th of april is anzac day australian new zealand army call it's our um, memorial day when we celebrate it's 100 years of gallipoli Gotcha. That's I thought what, you guys were just really into some like serious American heavy metal over there. Like, yeah, dude, we got an entire fucking day for Danzig. Rawr. I got job to organize Nikki to come on that week because it's going to be a show about you know paying our respects. And that show, there'll be no sheep jokes. There'll be nothing to put shit on Nikki because it's brother and brothers in arms or sister and brother in arms because it's Anzac Day. I might start something. I don't know. <laughs> I love that he's like all like noble and stuff. She's like, nope, I might start something. She's like, fuck you, dude. You give me every fucking time. <laughs> But that's why I got you organized for that day, Nikki, because I thought well, we can explain know. explain what Anzac is, and it's a hundred years since Gallipoli. And well, I'm looking it up I'll on Wikipedia right now. I'll actually have to do research now. for the show. I'll uh, actually have to get some notes for the show. So. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking yeah, it up too. on Wikipedia right now. And so Danzig is an American heavy metal band. They were formed in '87 in Lodi, New Jersey. Um, they were so, a musical outlet for singer Glenn Danzig, and they were preceded by the exactly. horror punk bands Misfits and Samhain. <laughs> And they Help sound a little me. bit like Black Sabbath, so I, I got this. I'm, I'm up to it now. I think I'm going to bring some wetters with me when I come visit. Those those things are scary looking. They're like the grasshopper of my nightmares. They're like the Arnold Schwarzenegger grasshoppers. <laughs> <laughs> Get to the hopper. <laughs> 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 come 
with me if you want to live. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I was going to say, Justin, don't forget to go to the bathroom before you go to bed. <laughs> Trust me, I won't, but thank you for the... I always got my back. I appreciate that. I've always used... Bye-bye. Bye. G'day. G'day. G'day, mate. Good night, mate. <laughs> it's all done now. Here it goes.